Welcome to Ancient and Justified. Empty party zone. Revisit it. With me, James Hyman. And with me, Simone Angel. Always a pleasure. Look at that lovely smile in the jungle. It's so good. <laughs> Cheers me up. The stresses of Hi, London. James. Hello, Simone. Yes. How you doing? There's not much stress here. Stress is what is what you make of it, right? You choose your, yeah, your stress. Yeah, I mean, listen to the birds. I know. Do they ever stress here, you out, it's though? Just, it's peaceful. Yeah. What stresses you out in Belize? Um... No, I mean snakes. You don't want to step on a snake at night or a scorpion. Oof. You know, those kind of things aren't great. But it's no, it's really not. There's not much here that uh, that's stressful, really. Now, I mean stress. Our next guest has probably had a lot of stress in his life, I think. Just organising what is arguably what went from nearly a few digit numbers to millions of people attending this annual event, the Love Parade, Dr. Motta. We, I checked yeah. up. I mean, we went. I know Dr. Yeah. Motta. I mean, imagine the stress. Well, he's had a, I mean, he'll have had a lot of stress. You want to ask him about what he's been through. Um, you know, the, the, the yeah. event, the Love Parade, what started in 89. When was the first? Because we went with MTV. I, if I remember correctly, we went in 94 and 96. There's some very funny stuff of you on YouTube. You really like, oi, oi. And there's that um, woman like, going, yes, Simone, <laughs> yes, Simone. And you bumping into Lauren Garnier. We were really, your anecdotes with Steve oh Blame God. at the Love Parade. So we went in 94 and 96 and did a couple of party zones from there and MTV dances, I think. But did you go before 94? So... I don't know which year it was that I went with Steve Blame, but the clip that you're talking about where I'm going to this woman, you know, what does the love parade mean to you? Love, love, yeah, yeah, dance, yeah. Love, right? Let's that have clip. Fun and dance. Come on, come on, let's dance. That is the only that and Lauren Garnier are the only two clips of that first love parade. Because within minutes of the love parade starting, Steve Blame and I jumped on a float and just left our crew. So our crew couldn't find us for like the whole day. So all the interviews that we had planned never happened. Like the whole, everything just got messed up. And um, by the time our crew found us back, the love parade was over and Steve and I were dancing in a fountain with all the other ravers with like water guns shooting at everyone. But yeah, we just didn't film anything. Um, it was pandemonium. <laughs> but it was, was fun. You don't remember but, yeah, the year? Don't you don't the, remember the year? I don't think MTV... I have no idea. I do know. So MTV had been um, promoting that they were going to have this big love parade thing. So this had been going out for weeks on end. And then we actually managed to come back with no material at all. So we actually couldn't, we could not make shows out of it. It was, it was quite, um, it was quite bad. It was the one time when I thought I was going to get fired by MTV. And uh, I walked into um, our boss's office and he was just sitting there looking at his paperwork and he just wouldn't look at me. 
and I knew I'd done wrong because not only had I come back without anything filmed, I also had missed my flight. I lost Steve. I lost all my money. I lost my credit cards. They had to get a new um, night for me in the hotel. I mean, the whole thing was a disaster. And so my boss just looked. He looked at his paperwork. And then after a while, I could just see the corners of his mouth go up and he started laughing. And he went, Simone, don't ever do that again. Now get out of my office. And that was it. And I didn't get fired, even though MTV was left trailering something for weeks and then didn't come up with the goods because wow, I hadn't wow. delivered. You may have annoyed some so, sponsors, yeah. which is an interesting angle, the sponsorship thing, obviously, with Love Parade, because it went from, what, a kind of hippie, free-spirited kind of dream, right, um, you know, to a big, big business. It, it became a business. I think Motta had a lot of highs and lows selling the business. He said when he sold it, I think there was a regret. He felt like it was his kid and his kid's being abused. So really want to hear all the highs and lows of the of of that whole brand well it started out as a protest mm. right so it started out not as a as a dance event so peace love it and was pancakes as a protest there was right friede freude und und friede freude und i forgot the name of for pancakes in german eierkuchen that's was um so yeah and then after a while because the reason why they did that was that um they wouldn't have to pay for the cleanup they wouldn't have to pay for security all that was done by the local government mm. but then after a while they said look this is really not a political protest you know because they said oh we're not protesting against anything we're, we're basically you know, it, it's a march for, it's for all these things. We want peace, we want love, we want a fair distribution of food. But they said, no, it's not a real protest. And so you're not going to get our support anymore. And so that's when the sponsors had to come in. And that's when he said, uh, when Dr. Motta said it turned into an infomercial. And yeah. that's when he pulled out because that was not mm. the idea behind the love parade. No, I mean, I remember... Yeah. Again, I'd have to look up the dates, but I think I may have even gone to one. Yeah, I think I went on some horse from K7. Remember, he was very obviously Berlin-based. I'm sure I went on a really early one where it was, you know, so raw. You know, that image of a guy like hanging off a lamppost so high up on one of those streets and incredible what it went from to what it became. Obviously, there's a, there was one year, I mean, I hate mentioning it. There was a tragedy, just too many people one year, I think. Some people got crushed. And at this point, Dr. Motta was not part of it yeah, anymore. Yeah. It was not in Berlin. I yeah. mean, it really right, it, right. it, it really had nothing to do with him, but it still carried the name. Mm. So that is incredibly heartbreaking, of course, for something that had started with such good intentions and was all about love, and then it ended in tragedy. I mean, it must have been so hard for him to... Yeah. To fathom, sure. To witness, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I want to hear about Rave the Planet, the new stuff he's up to, and that's it, really. There's so many. I, I guess a bit like Claire and Mike, yes. the manumission. There is, that, that is so pivotal and monumental in rave culture, you know, manumission and love parade, two incredible, iconic mm -hmm. clubbing events that perpetuated. And as I say, there's danger surrounding them. And fun, of course, and fun, a lot of fun. Yeah, it really put a stamp on our whole generation and the experience of 
people growing up. And of course, with the love parade, I mean, there was the whole thing of the Berlin Wall mm, coming mm. down and East and West joining. And I mean, this is why it became so massive. The timing of it was almost like a, yeah, I mean, it, it, a shift, a seismic shift. Right. And it came right at that moment. And, um, yeah, incredible. Incredible to have been there, to have been part of it. And I'm very excited to now talk, talk to Dr. Motta about it. And like you said about the new plans, what's happening with Rave the Planet. And the other thing, they want to get a UNESCO um, heritage something for, for Berlin Techno. They want that to become part of UNESCO's heritage. Like a site or somewhere. I don't know, status? Yeah, 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 sure. So that'll be interesting to find out. Well, I look forward as ever to listening. Mm-hmm. It's going to be interesting. All right. Nice. Thanks, James. Okay. Oh, also Matthias, Dr. Motte. Herzlich yes. willkommen. Thank you for being on the show. <laughs> Thank you very much for the invitation. Yes. Well, I guess we'll stick to English, right? I'm fine with that. Yeah. Okay, cool, yeah. cool. So if I can't, I use my uh, translation app and I will be your translation basically. app. Okay, thank you. I'll be so if it, okay. if there's something that is just better expressed in German, okay. then just throw it out there. Okay. Okay. So Dr. Motta, of course, most famous from the love parade the man who got it all started yeah it uh it's like that that uh, i had the initial idea so uh, inspired by uh, friends coming uh coming from back from england uh, visiting and joining uh, Ill illegal parties in the 80s uh, telling oh you know we went there and the police came and they uh, busted the whole party and took the sound system away. And then we were standing in front of the location and someone uh, switched on the ghetto blaster. And we had a spontaneous street party and I was singing over and over and over. And uh, the best singing over is um, by me, by singing uh, uh, over by sleeping. Okay. Because uh, the um, I have no information from outside. Uh, the I have a basic uh, question, a massive question. I cannot answer and find a solution. But uh, if I sleep and mm -hmm. I wake up, sometimes I have a, a solution. I have an idea, and uh, that was like also in I would say May twenty no nineteen eighty nine. I had the idea in front of the um, um, uh, location in Berlin where we had an asset party in eighty nine, and we were uh, celebrating. And so, and, and in the morning, I have had the idea of why not declare a demonstration and uh, use our uh, float, uh, some little vans and the sound system and do a street party. And everyone was like, yeah, do that. And because of, you have to declare a demonstration in Berlin to the officials and the authorities, we have to find something, what you do. And I was like thinking, okay, let's do something for peace, for love, for a better future. 
and not against war, not against blah, blah, right. blah. Yeah. So uh, it's a positive demonstration danced wise with music. So we invented a dancing a demonstration. And uh, six weeks later, we had uh, uh, the, the parade going on a little team with, uh, together with uh, my uh, girlfriend at that time, Daniele Picciotto. She was really like, yeah, do that. It's really good. It's really good. Pushing me. And yeah, six weeks later, we had the first of July, the first love parade going on. Wow. For, um, peace, love, unity, respect. So it was like Friede, Freude, Eierkuchen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah genau. Yeah. <laughs> So that's uh, so that's uh, love, peace, P and peace, pancakes, and pancake. Yeah, and, and right. we said, okay, uh, uh, peace is for ban all weapons on this planet. Um, uh, happiness is music uh, is our way of communicating, yeah, dance wise and stuff like that. And pancake is give food to all. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and uh, there was also a big vision because uh, we said we want to do that from now on every year, this year and forever, also on the first poster. And uh, because uh, the vision I've had, why not start that every year again so it comes back and um, in the future we will have a lot of, um, or in any country, we will have uh, love parades. And in the future, there will also a day will come where everyone is dancing on that parade oh and please so they let will it be come. so one yeah. day <laughs> yeah. and one day will come uh, where uh, people will recognize we are all part of the same family and that will yeah. bring world peace they're the man who started it all the don the god is dr motta now he kind of started this whole thing to celebrate his birthday can you imagine i mean what a birthday what a birthday party to have now next to me is Dr. Mata. This man is the originator of the Love Parade. He was there since day one and he was the one who invented it. Now how do you feel being the godfather of an event that just escalates from year to year and grows and grows and grows? I feel really great when everyone is feeling great. Oh yes. So this, is, this is a big vision behind it. That was, that was the thought behind the Love Parade. So that was yeah. 1989. So yeah. um, let's go back Let's go back a bit further. Let's go back to a life before techno. Tell me about your life before techno. Well, uh, I'm, I'm a born Berliner. I grew up in West Berlin. Mm -hmm. um, I was a very lazy uh, guy at school. Very lazy. Never did some homework or something like that. I was very bad. But right. at uh, art, art lessons, I was the best. <laughs> so therefore, I, I did a lot of work at home. So painting and uh, making music, that, that was my thing. I was also good in uh, chemicals and uh, bio. I was also so in, like everything has to do with bio. Everything has to like do. That. Oh, OK. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah natural thing but i wasn't very good in writing and reading and mathematics and all that. yeah and uh, i was um a very colorful dog in spandau where i grew up yeah everyone knew me um, then we formed a band in the late late 70s my mother was uh giving or bought me a, a drum set because 
I'm very drumming very much. And then later on, I had a, a percussion, a lot of percussion. I spent a lot, every money. I was very much into jazz from the age of 14, 14 because my brother right. gave me a little tape deck with jazz on it, electric jazz. And I was t totally into it. I went to every jazz concert in Berlin, West Berlin, hmm. the jazz days and stuff like that. And then um, later on in 79, I discovered a music presented by John Peel. Ah, uh, because okay. He had the British Forces Broadcaster System, yeah, BFBS. Right. And he was, uh, uh, so I, we, we could listen. Suddenly I was like, what is this? Yeah. And he played uh, electronic music from Germany to me. Hmm. He played How Malaria. Funny. He played yeah. all the uh, German bands from like underground, but not new way, a uh, new, new uh, Neue Deutsche Welle, no? No? And uh, uh, he was like really inspiring me. And that's why uh, I became a punk in 1979 and uh, listening to a completely new music. So, so you were listening to German music through British radio, bringing it yeah, back because, to you. How yeah, because funny. Um, because uh, uh, German radio music is boring. Right. Okay. Yeah, radio okay. music in Germany is boring because it's uh, mainly uh, uh, middle of the uh, road. Uh, it's the middle of the road. Yeah. Right. Okay. So boring. tell so tell me the first time you discovered. Techno. First time you discovered actually probably Acid House, I should say at that uh, point, right? House. Yeah, right. because uh, because there was uh, be, uh, uh, like you say uh, the music after punk music, yeah, like mm -hmm. white noise and stuff like that. It's also like uh, Cabaret Voltaire, and there was uh, some uh, bands in Berlin as well, like Alu, and they played uh, early eighties, uh, like eighty one or stuff, stuff like that. They played already electronic music, they right. used synthesizers and drum machines. Yeah. Yeah, but, Voltaire, yeah, and also uh, we have had uh, other uh, music uh, like Yellow and uh, The mm -hmm. Residents and stuff like that. Yeah? But but so do was, you it remember? Was there, the, it was there the, before? But do you remember the first time you walked into a rave, like a an acid house party? You know, more than just the music. When did you first experience that? I did it by myself. <laughs> okay. Yeah, because I was uh, together with Daniel, the Picciotto, and we were always like uh, looking at magazine we could buy in West Berlin what's going on in the world, like Face Magazine and ID Magazine mm -hmm. and Fancies and stuff like that. And uh, the, the day came, certainly there was house music, and certainly after that there came uh, Smiley's and the magazine. Yeah, so uh, mm -hmm. we, we and I was a vinyl junkie anyway. So, uh, because in 1986 we started our own club in Berlin, Turbine Rosenheim, Turbine Rosenheim, yeah. And we played any new music, we played only uh, independent music, no major music at all, but independent music and soul music. From the beginning, like 1940, 1940 till today, wow. I would say, yeah. So that Very was like, mix. yeah, we did uh, everything by our, uh, ourselves. It was a little uh, drugstore before, and they moved out, and we said, why not use this for a little club? 
so and we started our own club we set up everything we had to do a new floor new walls new decoration our own sound system everything and that was really nice and it was uh, um, like with 100 with 250 people it was packed we uh, I, I was a dj for saturdays and i played uh, the whole mixer of everything and certainly because uh, we uh, went to record shops every week to get new music certainly there was also asset house Mm-hmm. And because of uh, being well educated by magazines, face uh, and ID magazine, I said, "Why not start a, an asset house party in at the Tobin Rosenheim in September twenty fourth or something like that, nineteen eighty eight?" So I did it by myself. Wow! Together with so my you... friend, with my friend Johnson. Uh, we yeah. shared uh, the evening, so we were like he and he one hour, I one hour, and so we yeah. had a ping pong playing, and um, it was very su- successful. Wow! So since I love... then, I'm still sticking to electronic dance music. Right. I mean, and but I think with Berlin, I mean, the timing was so right, wasn't it? Because of course, the wall came down, and suddenly yeah, that, that came later. That came later. Yeah, but First, okay. Not that, of course, you started the club, but I mean, with regards to like the love parade and the whole techno scene, the whole explosion of that was very much linked to East and West coming together, right? Uh, for us on the dance floor, because uh, there was also Dimitri Hegemann who started a UFO, UFO club. It was like a in an ordinary cellar in a building where people live. In a cellar, um, it was an ordinary uh, uh, cellar, and uh, where people store their stuff, and the ceiling really low, like that. Yeah, it's really. So you had to duck all the time, cover your, uh, protect your head. Yeah, it was really yeah. low level, low ceiling. Yeah, and we put uh, just uh, smoke machines, turntables, little bars, and stuff like that, and they just did it, and. Uh, what uh, they say, what's happening after the war, that, that, at that day, because we also had radio stations in Berlin, like Monika Dieter and Rias, Berlin. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Monika was uh, playing at uh, SFB and uh, I forgot the other name. Yeah, uh, two, two radio DJs playing club mm-hmm. music. And the people in the East knew what's going on. What kind right. of music? Where to go? And the wall came down, and they came to West Berlin, and just immediately went to UFO club. Yeah, immediately. So for us, it was family-like. Yeah, yeah because uh, we love the music, and we love to be together. And it was just there. It, it's what like uh, uh, other DJs in Berlin, like Tanit or Wolle, and others say. At the dance floor, we united as one family. Immediately. Mm, wow. Yeah, immediately. So there was not, not a question, do you like or do you don't like? So they, they, we just knew there's the music, just went and we went off. I love it. Yeah. I love it. So... Yeah, because because this was actually initiated by the Summer of Love 88 in, uh, in, 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 in UK. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this is uh, also like a little bit of uh, 
related with something what's happening early 80s with Balearic beats and Ibiza. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because uh, a lot of uh, UK people uh, love to be in Ibiza. There started something like with uh, some chemicals they use, and certainly they discovered a, a new um, impression of how music. Uh, Right. How music. Uh, um, uh, you mean ecstasy? With... <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. How yes. music feels with ecstasy and certainly right. became new music. And there's yeah. a lot of influence of ecstasy into music. And that that's also what we have had uh, with acid. And uh, also later on, when uh, also acid got influenced by. Uh, noise and by an uh, industrial and influenced by um, music from Detroit, more more the harder elements, yeah. So, right. And also Belgium electronic, uh, like um, electronic body music and stuff like that. So it's, it's like you could say some people nowadays say, "Oh, it was only black music," but it was not. It was from the beginning. It was, and many people say that. It was from it, the beginning an international, multicultural, totally, totally, uh, totally. Uh, music. Oh yeah, okay. that that was and it it and it was bouncing back and forth. You know, yeah. it'd be from like yeah. Germany to Detroit, back to Germany, back to you know, back to UK, Ibiza, Chicago. I mean, everyone we was just bouncing stuff in around. Germany, we have had in the beginning in the early seventies. Uh, yeah, we have had yeah. a strong electronic music scene in, in Germany. Yeah. You call it crowd rock, yeah, and and uh, stuff like that. And uh, out of that came Tangerine Dream and Can and Kraftwerk and stuff like that. And they inspired uh, American right. musicians, certainly Africa Bambata, and as also what uh, people uh, or musicians say uh, in Detroit, that was influencing us. So we But brought uh, uh, psych a psychedelic funk, a funkadelic, yeah. Uh, and uh, Kraftwerk together, and that formed a new music. But I think that's the, I think that's the beauty of it that it was this real blending of different cultures, different nations. Like everyone was almost creating this together and bouncing it back and forth. And yeah, you're right, ecstasy did play a part in it as well. Because also, when you think about it, I mean, that was really created. Um, for like marriage counsel counseling and to overcome trauma and all this kind of stuff and so you have these people who are totally open coming together seeing the beauty in each other seeing the beauty or hearing the beauty in the music and i mean it was just a a perfect mix of everything coming together yeah, and there's point. also a book about that in deutsch it called uh, im rausch der sinne in deutsch is something else im rausch der sinne Yeah, this is the Deutsch uh, German title of it. Oh, I was going to be your human Google, and I actually don't know how to translate that into English, but I will check that out. So, what about you? Talking about a book, because I just spoke to Mike and Claire from Manumission. Yeah. And they are working on a book because so much happened, of course, at Manumission in Ibiza. What about you with the with the love parade? I mean, have you ever made a book? Are you thinking of creating a book? About love parade? Yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, we have a lot of books uh, um, talking about uh, electronic music culture, a lot. And there's a photo book uh, out uh, that was on Taschen. 
there's uh, it's a new uh, book out by another uh, photographer who did a book about pictures from Love Parade. But for you, so, the stories, because there must be so many good stories of just stuff that happened the people, in the early the days. People, right, the just your, yeah, your experience and those I who were there in the I beginning. You know, uh, stuff like that, yes. But I'm very bad at telling stories. The people, some people can better than do it better. So okay. uh, I hardly can't remember because there's so much going on since. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah there's, there's, some, there's some great books that have been written about that time. So we were at the 30th anniversary of the Love Parade, which was at the 90s Museum. I think it was in 2019. I was there. You were there. I wrote about it. Um, and I remember oh, yeah. at the time walking around and feeling a little bit like I had mixed feelings about it. On the one hand, it was kind of cool to see it. On the other hand, it felt really strange because it felt so sterile, where the love parade was the opposite of that. You know, it was just loud and noisy and crazy and chaotic. And then you come into a museum and it's all organized and everything is in its place. How did you uh, the nineties exhibition? You, you you would say yes. Do you, do you yeah, but uh, we I, 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 we did the, the the extra exhibition inside of that, and uh, how? What what what, what can you say? Uh, um, do you have uh, the the people who run it, and then you come together, and then uh, you find you have ideas, 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 or not? Uh, for me, it was the first time to create something like a, like an exhibition. Uh, I learned a lot from that, mm -hmm. and I would uh, from now on I would say next time I would be, do it completely different. Okay. There, at the moment, uh, there is a very good exhibition in Germany. It was in London before, electronic music or something like that. Okay. Uh, the walls are black, and it is really like all squeezed together, and it's very like you have a feeling of being club you have a feeling okay. of being in a club yeah. where, you sh where, where you see the history of electronic music culture oh interesting yeah? how, how it all started and stuff yeah. like that interesting wow it's a moment at uh, in Düsseldorf and it was in London before and it's very much related also with the uh, extra room just for Kraftwerk to show uh, uh, music and uh, uh, picture uh, the movie together It's really good. It's really nice. Good. So they show a lot of flyers. They show a lot of uh, vinyls. It has a lot of graphics and so on. Yeah. So really, uh, electronic music exhibition and yeah. So so with you, when was the year that you pulled back? So basically, initially, right? So the Love Parade started out as a protest. Then it got to the point no, where they said, a protest. "No, well, it was it was, it was labeled as a protest, right? So that the so that basically you didn't have to pay for police and clean up and all this kind of stuff, right? Um, Isn't that how it went? Yeah, of course, uh, but that wasn't the, the focus on saving money or something like that. No, it no, was no, like, no, no. For but us, that's... it was uh, true because uh, we wanted to dance on the streets. For a better world. The people are going crazy, and it's only the beginning. The best is yet to come. The love parade on the street of Berlin. Can you dig it? And, it? and what I mean is, it therefore didn't have to be a money-making thing. It wasn't about money. It wasn't right? about money. No, yeah. exactly, no. exactly. But then at some point, because that license was taken away, it had to start generating money. Is am I am I right in saying that? And then that's when everything. Yeah. 
Right. That's right. And then you basically said, look, this is turning into an infomercial. I'm pulling back. Is, is Again, am I saying that right or not? Um, you mean right now? No, at, back then. So so things were changing. Suddenly sponsors had to come in. It started to ha you know become like... We, more... we had sponsors before because okay. if we uh, have uh, a million people to organize. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also to set up everything and stuff like that, we have to collect money somehow. And we were, were not thinking about uh, uh, taking donations or some, something like that, because we are an ordinary uh, a company, so we have to make some profit somehow. And also like to organize, uh, we had to arrange something. So we had sponsors before, but... Uh, the situation in 2001 was uh, like that, that we had people who didn't like us as, at all. So haters of the Love Parade. And it was basically an opera singer, okay. a woman. Yeah. And she organized something. And she was uh, very much uh, organizing. So she, she said, we, uh, I can start a, uh, a demonstration as well. I want to block the love parade so uh, i i use the day uh, when the love parade will be second uh, saturday in july 2001 and and then we came and uh, no one uh, has written it down as a law but the government said who comes first is first so and not us that's what happened mm -hmm. And that's so why that, we uh, that, that caused a huge problem to us because we could not uh, run the uh, lab parade uh, on on our fixed date, and everyone was what what's going on here, and we were like uh, having a lot of press conference, and uh, no one from the officials talked to us because uh, politics don't hang out of the out of the window so far because they can fall down, and uh, no one talked to us. And then uh, we had the wrong decision. We made a case out of that and lost the case yeah, in uh, Berlin at Verwaltungsgericht. Mm -hmm. We lost our own case. But the love parade did continue to happen. Uh, yeah, we used our own money we had in backstock. Oh. Yeah, yeah. It was uh, really hard to, to run, and in 2003, uh, we had no money, and the city and the mayor of Wolverite gave us uh, 500,000 if we could make it, but in 2004, we had no money, and we had no concept, and uh, we had no business uh, company manager, CEO was just leaving. At the time, it was wow. the brother of uh, Westbam, Fabian Lenz, mm -hmm. and she just left. Uh, left us alone and um, I'm not a, a CEO, I cannot do that. I'm an artist. I'm a um, crazy guy who can uh, have crazy ideas and inspire people. Right. Like yeah. Wow. So is yeah, that then when the you... Man, 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 uh, then the money went off, so we were nearly bankrupt. Huh? Wow. And so that's when you pulled back. Yeah. That's when you pulled back and that's when you... What, what do you mean with pull back? Well, then you weren't. So basically, didn't you actually say, okay, I'm nothing to do with this anymore? You weren't part of no, the No, it got sold. The whole company got sold to a, to it's a private sold. person. 
So, so, so the, okay. the majority of the shareholders of the Berlin uh, Operate Berlin company yes. um, sold it. Wow. Wow. 100% to, a, to a, a fitness chain. Oh, God. And, and, and then... Uh, in, in 2006, it was happening once in Berlin because we had all contracts with the cities. Yeah. So they, they used this contract. In 2007, they tried to do it. And then they moved out of Berlin because the authorities were too slow. And, and then, of course, I mean... Uh, I'm looking for a, a city where I can do that. And uh, I was there already saying... If you go out of Berlin and, and you have a million people in whatever city it will be, we have a problem because they have no experience. The authorities yeah. have no experience. Yeah. And you yeah. have no experience. This can uh, cause problems. And oh. in 2010, it happened in Duisburg. I know. 20, I know. 21 people died. Um unbelievable. Like it, I get yeah. I just get like like shivers thinking about this. So how how did you get through that period? Because for, to 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 have started something that started out of love and 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 joy, and then to see and that music, name, even though even though it had yeah, but even though it had nothing to do with you anymore, it still had that name. And and so how how did you how how did you do around that time? It must have been really hard to witness well, all this. Uh, I, I'm not sticking too much to so many things anymore. And at, at that time, I was like uh, announcing that I'm not with it anymore because yeah. uh, this has nothing to do with the culture we are mm. studying and we are living. Yeah? Because it was only now uh, just a brand, uh, but not the spirit. Right. Just, uh, because I said, uh, okay, they can uh, buy, a, uh, buy a, uh, a brand, but not a spirit. No, no. So. Yeah. So. But what else? Yeah. So they took it and they uh, uh, moved it from, uh, away from Berlin. Everyone said, oh, Lovebrate has to be in Berlin and stuff like that. Um, and. At a certain point, I understood that this new owner with his fitness change mainly just took this well-known brand, a worldwide well-known uh -huh. brand, just yeah. to make a advertisement for his fitness chain. Wow. Well, yeah. Yeah. But you uh, and know, now we are we are going to bring it back this year with the Berlin. real spirit, with the it's real spirit. spirit, exactly. So, so tell me about what's what's happening. Uh, we have started a non-profit company. Mm -hmm. uh, we have started uh, in 2019 to build it up, to find partners. And stuff like that, make a concept and stuff like that. In January, in January we went public, had a press conference. Two months, we had a very good run, uh, getting a lot of donations. We also had private donations to set up everything, like like uh, containers in a, in a mall, and having a model where we can uh, try to show up how many people did a donation because for every five euros, we set up a little figure on a model because we like to fill it with a lot of uh, money to get the new Love Parade spirit as Rave the Planet Parade in Berlin Rave the Planet, happening yes. again. And it needs to be organized. And then 
suddenly in March 2019, 20, we had a 2020, March 2020, we had a, a pandemic coming. Mm -hmm. And with that, all the money just stopped. To, all the donations stopped. Oh, no. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So they one hard time. Yeah, we did something else. So um, we did uh, one of the first uh, regularly streaming every week. We uh, set up uh, a little uh, camera system in our one of our containers, and then later on we moved into a hotel um, to present uh, 100 DJs via our streaming. We called it Instant Rave. Instant rave. Yeah, okay. And, then, uh, and um, uh, that was two years of waiting, of mo uh, saying, "Okay, we can't do it this uh, in 2020. We can cannot do it in 21 because the situation was too mm -hmm. uh, unsafe for yeah. us. And also, we like like to have a real rave going on. And uh, also, we have new laws in uh, Berlin called uh, um, what's it called demonstration freedom law." Right. Act, whatever, freedom, demonstration freedom act, and it's actually not a freedom act. Okay. Because they say if you want to make a demonstration, it cannot be a cultural uh, event or a sport event. You have to you have to have talks and speeches, and people have to show them posters and stuff like that. So. Okay. It's not uh, not uh, like uh, uh, what's written down on the basic law. Everyone can come together in sp uh, public space peacefully, and but it's not so, because they so say now we have new rules. So do you think that was created because of the love parade that they had to just make it tighter? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. So so so, but is it billed as like a protest? We uh, make a demonstration, but not a protest. No, okay, because, okay. A demonstration. Yeah, have, Sorry, I'm saying the yeah, wrong word. Right. Yeah, it's, it's not a protest. No, uh, no. We have, uh, we have uh, some um, themes. We have some. Uh, we are uh, um, Forderungen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So What's what are the English? what are the themes? The the things is uh, we want to have electronic music culture uh, accepted as a, a cultural input into the society. Yes. Because we are also sent an application last year in November to the UNESCO exactly. to uh, get um, electronic um, music culture, especially in Berlin, uh, accepted as, as culture, as uh, mm -hmm. intangible culture. Yeah, it cultural, should be. Uh, intangible cultural heritage, yeah. Mm -hmm. And this is, uh, uh, we are still waiting for what's going on. Because first first it goes to Berlin, then it goes to uh, uh, the German government, and from there it goes to UNESCO. Oh, okay. Right. And so when people come, so it's the 9th of July. Yes. So that's, again, we have, is uh, that... speeches, yeah, every yeah. hour. We have... Okay. Uh, 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 people talking about certain things. It's one is like uh, banning all dance uh, ban on uh, banning dance ban in Germany. Excuse me. We have dance. We have dance ban in Germany on certain Christian days. That's Believe weird. It or not. <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> okay. Well, yeah, God doesn't what... like dancing. Come on, they should play God as a DJ, shouldn't they? When someone says you can't dance on those days. Come yeah, on. but still, it's uh, 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 even even the Green Party is uh, like uh, for uh, banning the uh, or getting rid of dance band in Germany. Because in Bavaria, we have uh, certain days you cannot, uh, you're not allowed to dance wow. around Easter, you know, and stuff like that. Wow, that's so yeah. weird. You, that's because so you weird. cannot honor God by dancing. No, it's not allowed. That's so strange. <laughs> they should go to one of those gospel churches. It's like, what are you talking about? You're meant to sing and dance to celebrate. But we are in Germany, you know. <laughs> Okay, so the ninth. And, and of that's also yeah, ninth of July and uh, July, and we also yeah. uh, um, another theme is like at basic income for uh, artists. Yes. So we uh, connect with with uh, yeah. societies, and they have a speech. Mm -hmm. And then Dimitri Hegemann from Tresor is also talking about techno and freedom, yeah. and so on and so on. Wow. You can find all, all these uh, things on www.ravetheplanet.com. Ravetheplanet.com, and it's free. Anyone can come. So everyone <laughs> head down to Berlin for the 9th yeah. of July. Yeah. Oh, man. We're in the middle good. of organizing. What we yeah. are actually to, uh, like to do is uh, what we have done in the 90s in Berlin. We like to show how that um, culture looks like. We love to continue with telling the story of Love Parade Spirits. It's like one day will come. We will generate world peace with it. And especially right now, um, because of the uh, uh, crazy and illegal cr uh, war in Ukraine yeah. and everywhere on this planet, yeah, we like to bring people together dance-wise because this is uh, mm -hmm. cultivating peace for yeah. humankind on this planet. And this is what and... we are going to do. And it's one language. Everyone it's speaks one language. that same exactly. language. Music, dancing. Oh, Dr. Motta, thank you so much for being on the show. I hope it's going thank to be a much. fantastic uh, street party the way it's meant to be. And uh, yeah, absolutely looking forward to it. And thank you so much. I've had so many great moments at the Love Parade. So thank you, thank you for all of those. All right. All the best. Okay, so Dr. Motta, yeah. so I was wrong in thinking that he sold Love Parade because it became too commercial and he wasn't interested anymore. Mm. It basically they were in huge financial trouble and that's what happened. And so they were forced to sell it because he basically said after um, West Bam's brother left, he, who was the CEO, mm -hmm. Dr. Motta had to do it. And he said, I'm not a businessman. Yeah. I can't How do actually, it. apart from sponsorship, was that thing making money? I don't think it really was making money at that point. They were just making sure that it could run. Um, and then, of course, afterwards and after they sold it, that's when it became a money-making machine. And he said that the guy who bought it had all these um, fitness um, like studios. And it, basically, he bought it to promote his own fitness empire. Wow. And uh, Dr. Motta doesn't have many good things to say about him uh, or 
you know, basically where the Love Parade has gone. I was actually surprised in how little he had to say about the disaster. Mm. Um, yeah, really surprised. He basically just kept saying, you know, that he wasn't involved and he didn't like where it gone, but he didn't. He didn't really. He he. It's like he didn't really want to go to um, what that had meant because it must have been hard. Can you imagine? Sure. What about the positivity from it then? If he wasn't, if he was not talking much about the negative, what 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 positivity came out of it all for him? Out of what? Out of the whole love parade. Out of his whole experience in the whole thing. Moving forward, the the deal he didn't like. Where's the positivity? Uh. Well, I mean, the positivity is definitely in what they created before. I think he's very proud of what Love Parade did when it was the Berlin-based Love Parade. Mm. But since, and he's since. very excited about um, the new... I mean, it's it's in just a few days. Mm. It's going to be Rave the Planet. So um, that's where the story continues. And it'll be really interesting to see how that goes. Um, you know, is there still um, a place for something like Love Parade? in the world today and can they recapture that kind of feeling i don't know there's always places for big raves and people gathering notting hill carnivals brazilian carnivals mexico day of the dead does it have that underground punkish spirit hmm. see that's the thing because yeah. that's what got lost so can they recapture that again maybe only in um, pockets maybe not at that size yeah maybe yeah we will know we will know in just a few days and the other thing the unesco um, heritage cultural heritage status that apparently can take years mm. before they hear whether or not they're going to get that so yeah to be continued basically